You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode number 24, Satisfaction. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life and give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. I am recording this on the first day of Advent, and if you celebrate Christmas, then you know what a beautiful day it is. So welcome. I hope your day is beautiful regardless of the day and time that you're listening to this. This episode asks the fundamental question of, are you satisfied? So you get tons of satisfaction surveys, right? On your receipts, emails, requests, all the time, are you satisfied? This is asking the question of yourself. You know I'm a football mom because you've heard about it all season. You've heard the pride, the sorrow, the excitement, and you can imagine many hours of football. Between the Friday night lights, the viewing of the Saturday college games, the watching the pro game on Sunday, we even once went to the Crosstown Rivals football game just to see what we could learn. I've watched more football in one season than in my entire life, and I love it. Here's why. It's the playmakers. So the ones that against all the odds, they grab that ball out of the air and they do something with it. They do something despite these huge guys that are running towards them, that want to tackle them, (laughs) that want to threaten their livelihood. What worries me the most, especially as a doctor, is the threat of a concussion, but it doesn't seem to stop them. And the playmakers, they come in all forms. They include the ones that are holding the ball for the kicker, the one who snaps the ball to the quarterback, and the offensive linemen too, the unsung heroes. I love the fans. So those who show up, who wear the supporting equipment or the supporting jerseys, who paint their face, paint their body, show their enthusiasm. In our town, this is a big deal, like tailgating, celebrations, having that connection to something greater, and connecting with 100,000 other people that are there to do the same thing. It's pretty neat to see all of these people that are gathered and nothing else matters. It's only about the team and about supporting and being part of something greater. And the phenomenal teams, they know that life off the field is equally or even more important and that the journey within football is the journey of becoming a man and demonstrating integrity and working for the team, being part of something greater. What's super cool with the phenomenal teams is the gratitude that they show for those who sacrificed to be there. Meaning that those who sacrificed so that football player can show up on that day at that time, whether it's a parent or extended family or those who provided scholarships, super cool to see expressions of gratitude. And what I love the most is really the mindset behind it, the mindset to perform greatly. You can tell when a team is mentally lost. They start making mistakes, they start incurring penalties, they lack the attention to detail, and they're playing as though their opponent has personally offended them. It's no longer about the connection to the game or the football itself. 
or the team even. It's about ego, or it seems to be about revenge. It's neat to see that there are a lot of influences on mindset. And one of the biggest ones is from the coaching staff. So have you ever listened to the locker room pep talk before a game? And they're available in many ways. You can see them online. Sometimes they're in music videos. I'm sure there's a TED talk about the pregame football locker room talk. Like, why does this have anything to do with anything? Why are we talking about it for this podcast? Because it's amazing on what we can learn from anything or anyone if we stay open and present. Football is an example of men who are pushing themselves to the limit. They are really reaching and striving and working to satisfy an innate drive to play all out. And that fits nicely with our topic today. So is your innate drive or desire for life, is it satisfied? Do you go to bed at the end of the day spent, like giving all you have during the day, giving it away to support something greater? And when you played, did you play to win? Did you win? I don't think most adults either live or think about their lives in this way, the way of playing all out, spending all that they have intellectually, emotionally, personally, professionally, like really giving and receiving and sharing. And I don't know that the words I'm using are really capturing the essence of the message. Is any of it making sense? I think the bigger question, are you truly playing all out? And playing all out, it requires risk and navigating uncertainty, and not knowing how it's going to end up. It requires looking at fear, and going through doubt, really discovering the essence of who you are. That's what's required to truly play all out. So I wonder, are you going through the motions of life, or are you really pushing that gas pedal of your life to reach more? Let's take a step back and look at the definition. So the definition of satisfied, content, completely paid, convinced. Boy, that's pretty underwhelming. Let's look at satisfy. That definition is to fulfill the desires, expectations, needs, or demands to give full contentment. That sounds a little better. If you start your day with hundred percent, what do you end your day with? And why that amount? Where did you hold back? And why did you hold back? Last episode, we talked about a personal why. What is yours? And from that why, how does it take form? How does it come to life? How does anyone know what your personal why is? Like, what do you do? I know the mindset of high achievers and overthinkers. This is my group. (laughs) This is my tribe. Not mine personally, but I'm part of it. And there's holding back. There's not playing full out because there's overwhelm or confusion or doubt. We don't quite know what it looks like. Or we hold back because maybe we think something else is going to need our attention and we can't be depleted. You don't know what's going to come up. There's also distraction and perseveration, like going over events, over people or conversations or there's stumbling blocks. There's things that keep us from moving forward or so we think. And then there's worry. Is this good enough? Is this correct? Is this my best? What if it fail? Doesn't look like we have a chance. Why even try? Other people might be disappointed. And then we think about the people around us. 
We don't want them to feel bad or worry about us. Or we wonder, do they think we're fooling ourselves? There's so many reasons to stay unsatisfied or to be less than satisfied if we're not completely unsatisfied. Basically to not give our all and to hold back and to be frustrated. And this is what plays out when we lay in bed. It's that opportunity for our minds to think, replay, have conversations about how it could or should go, and sometimes even pick on ourselves. However, we take a few steps forward. We start to believe again. We think we can do it. Whatever it is, specifically on this episode, we're talking about taking steps forward to a satisfying life. We venture into the unknown. But sometimes that whole cycle repeats itself. This podcast is about mindset. What we've covered in this episode, the holding back, that comes from a fixed mindset. That comes from a belief that we cannot expand. That if we deplete ourselves, who's going to take care of us? What if we don't have anything left? What if we've spent everything? And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about the essence of who we are. Let's compare that to a growth mindset. That's the mindset of, I can learn, I can grow, I can figure things out, I can replenish myself. It's all going to be okay. Have you ever noticed that people with an abundant amount of gratitude, they attract so much goodness into their lives and they have so much more to be grateful for because of it and then to give in return that their cup doesn't run empty. And if it does, there's a line of people that are waiting to give back to them to refill that cup. That's the growth mindset. We can replenish our cup, and if not, we'll figure it out, and we can keep going. So I'll ask again, are you satisfied? Whether you are or not, what does satisfied look like? What do you picture? Is it a quiet mind? The way your environment is organized? A feeling in your heart? Is it what's crossed off on the to-do list? Maybe it's making progress in some area of your life that you've spent time and resources. What is it for you? You get to define it. You can choose a new term. Perhaps satisfied or satisfactory doesn't resonate for you. I think back to elementary school and there were three possible grades. N, needs improvement. S, satisfactory. E, excellent. If satisfactory to you sounds average, then choose another term that you like. Fulfilled, amazing, phenomenal, superlative, magnificent. Do any of those capture your attention? And is that how you view your life? Is it superlative or magnificent? Is that how you go to bed at night in that manner? I spend a lot of time thinking about, talking about, coaching about sleep How we spend our day will determine our night ahead. All the choices that we make during the day, the conversations that we participated in, the food we eat, the liquids we consumed, the work that we accomplished or didn't, the relationships we engaged in, whether or not we paid attention to our thoughts and feelings or we pushed them away and just stayed busy, which is human and common. I meet people every day that are stumped on why their mind wakes up when their head hits the pillow. It's the first time it's given the opportunity, 
All those thoughts have been waiting to come up, waiting to be processed, and now they can. Are you just getting by in your life? It's okay if you are. That's a place to start. You remember back either to your kids or your grandkids when they were babies and they learned how to lift their head up, that tummy time, kind of that practicing lifting themselves up. And then they got a little stronger and learned how to crawl. And they got a little stronger and started pulling themselves up. And they got a little stronger and started cruising around, holding on to things. And then they walked. Each place was a place to start with the overall objective of more independence, more growth, and walking. So wherever you are, that is a place to start. It's a place to work from. And coaching yourself, working with a coach, growing yourself will be that place you move from. And that's a good thing. I coached someone recently who asked if they could be helped. They've accumulated a lot of clutter in their life, a lot of pain over the years. And my response, absolutely. There's a fundamental belief in coaching that people are whole, creative, and resourceful. Regardless of how much pain, how much clutter, what their background look like, any individual can grow their life. And the cool thing with coaching is people can decide what they want their past to mean. So in 2018, they no longer have to be defined by it. I think about this in the context of satisfied. If somebody's unsatisfied because of their past, they no longer have to be. There are plenty of tools and plenty of coaches that can help with that. Going back to football. So if you're a football fan or you live with one, (laughs) did you see the 2018 game LSU versus Texas A&M? I bring this up because it was an amazing game, but also because the head coach for A&M prior to the game asked the team if they had gotten everything out of the season they wanted. He asked them if they were satisfied. And he said, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Are you satisfied? As part of the pep talk, he said, sink your teeth into it and just be somebody. Put yourself out there, be judged in front of 110,000 people and everyone on TV. This was going into the biggest game of their season and the rivalry. So little did any of them know that seven overtimes later, they would emerge as the winner by two points. You don't have to play football to be an inspiration in your own life, to set the bar high and reach for something greater. You may not have a game to demonstrate your skills. The game may be how you live each moment of each day. Seeing your ordinary as the opportunity for extraordinary is how it starts. The way to know if you're satisfied is to define it. What does it look like? Feel like? How do you measure it? What are the ingredients for satisfaction? And then treat it like a recipe, one that you can follow on a regular basis. Because when you do, when you have that routine, you can have the peace of knowing where you crossed the finish line and how you played the game or how you competed and where you came up short. If you're satisfied, high five. Keep doing it. Like keep stretching and growing. And if you're not, know why. Take some time to write down why and then go deeper. And be clear. What is it that is yours to own 
That's where the coaching comes in. I could say I'm not satisfied because I didn't win the lottery and I'm not a millionaire and I don't drive a sports car. And those circumstances are all true. But if I'm not satisfied, none of those are the causes. So going deeper means looking at the thinking, looking at the restlessness, looking at the thoughts that spin around when we lay down at night or that we try to push to the side every day. So going deeper into those statements, what behind it is the source of dissatisfaction? And it does require you to be clear on what satisfied looks like. Ask yourself if the criteria that you have defined as satisfied, if that's where you want to focus your time and attention. And if so, go all in. Risk failure and looking silly and being judged and being depleted. Risk losing. The biggest risk though of all is really missing out, is on not following through and missing out on your greatness. And others will miss out too on seeing it and experiencing it because it affects the people around you as well. All right, we've talked about a lot of ideas today and a lot of football. Know this, everything that you need, you have. You're whole, creative, and resourceful. And your level of satisfaction is going to be the driving force to creating more phenomenal in your life. It doesn't matter where you're at right now. We're all on a progression. It matters where we're going to come from and the tools that we use to do that. So I'm sending you a high five and all my best. I'll see you next time. Professional women who want to take this work even deeper and play all out, they coach with me. Start with a discovery call. Email me, dina at georgemdcoaching.com.